Mic Check 1212. It's podcast day, so that means more words from your favorite podcaster directly to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, guys, I was, I was nervous. I was like, let me switch it up for you all. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Oh, couldn't have done this without you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yes, what is going on, good people of the world? It is Wednesday, December 12th, 13 days away from Christmas. And we are back with another episode of the Chillin' with Chillis podcast. And I am your host that will forever, ever, until the day I die, do the most chillest. What is going on, everyone? How are you all doing today? I hope everything's going well. Hope your weekend was great. Hope your days leading up to today was dope. Overall, I hope you guys are experiencing positive vibes no matter how big or small. Just hope you guys are having a great day. Pardon the energy that I'm bringing right now. I am so... I was waiting for this day since Friday because so much has happened since I left you guys. And it, And this is... It's making me want to reconsider making Wednesday podcast day, but at the same time, I'm going to leave it as it is because the moment I change something, the way things are going now might shift. You know what I mean? So if I decide that Wednesday is the day that nothing happens and I decide to do podcasts on Thursdays, then watch, Monday is going to be lit or Tuesday. Let's just keep it going the way it's going. But yeah, look, before we get into it, I'm just going to let you go. I'm going to let you guys know right now that... um, We probably won't be here for 30 minutes. We're probably going to be here a little bit longer because of the of all the events that took place last week and a little bit earlier this week. I have to I have to really speak on a lot of stuff. I don't want to, you know, dive into something halfway and then jump into the next subject without feeling like I, I said everything. I took a lot of notes last week on things that I wanted to talk about. I have 10 things to discuss, 10 topics. And I'm saying to myself, you know, maybe I should cut it down to five topics and bring the next topics into next week. But a lot of these topics are only going to be hype for this week only. So I just want to get it off my my chest now, the things that I wanted to talk about. And then, you know, hopefully next week will be just as interesting, which it will. Because every day in December so far has been lit. And with that, we're going to jump into the episode. (laughs) Let's talk about Friday. Was it Friday or was it Saturday? I can't remember. The weekend. Let's talk about the weekend. That Avengers trailer dropped. When I tell you, I stopped whatever it was I was doing to watch that trailer. I moved so fast. It was amazing. The trailer was dope. And let me tell you how, how you know Marvel has the game on lock right now and how DC will never come close to what Marvel is until Marvel decides to take a step back and let DC shine as Rookie of the Year. Marvel dropped the Avengers trailer, and it had no action scenes in it at all. Do you remember when Infinity War dropped the trailer same time last year? The first one? It had, I think, not too many action scenes, but it was action-packed. And you you knew it was going to be lit, and it was. It was, but this one it shows us, it showed us a different, a different approach on trailers. I think Marvel finally took everyone's uh, comments, criticism, and advice on how they shouldn't spoil too much in the movie, but they took our advice too well because now it's like we're itching for more. 
I don't even really care about January. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, what I mean is I don't care about the new year. Let's just go straight to April. You know, that would be so cool if Infinity War, was, uh, if Marvel was just like, you know what? Give them Avengers Endgame in January 1st. And we're just going to play the movie all year. And they said that bad boy is going to be at least two hours, two and a half hours. I'm ready. I don't even care. Let the movie be three hours, you know? I don't mind sitting there in the movie theater <laughs> with a pillow, a blanket, a hot meal, a charger for the phone, and just sitting there with everybody who's been watching the Marvel movies since Iron Man coming together as a collective and discussing movies like fellow uh, true believers. I'm, I'm down for that. Let's do it. I feel like how I felt when Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2 came out. Like, you know you're reaching the end of the journey, but you still have that same energy, that same hype you did when it when the first movie dropped. You know, and even though you know the journey's coming to an end, it, it it's some it's like a it's like an achievement. You know, you you you're fortunate to live to see these movies play out the way they do, and these movies don't disappoint at all. Now I know for those of you who like DC, you probably didn't appreciate the jab I took. Look, I appreciate DC because it gave us the Dark Knight. But after that, I just couldn't. It was just like, I felt like, in my opinion, uh, opinion, DC was trying to do what Marvel did, and that's where they failed. When Iron Man came out, Dark Knight came out. They were two different movies that did equally well. I think, no, I think Dark Knight came out a year earlier. I gotta, forgive me if I'm wrong for that. But the point is, they both came out around the same time. And they were two different movies, and they were equally loved. Now I don't, you know, I, I'm not a crazy about. I didn't, I didn't watch Batman versus Superman. I didn't watch Wonder Woman. I didn't watch Justice League. Because, the thing with, okay, the reason why I didn't want to invest any time into it is because I had heard before these movies had came out, with the exception of Wonder Woman, that they wanted to take this darker, grittier approach, and I knew from the jump that that was going to be a bad idea. Not saying that Marvel does it right, because Marvel has this one teeny mistake of giving a lot of these characters, like, comedic roles. Like, when I rewatched Age of Ultron, I said to myself, all right, Ultron is a little bit too sarcastic for my taste, but I still appreciated him as a villain. But it would have been cool if he was just, like, this cold-hearted threat as he is in the comics. But it worked. They made it work for their universe, their cinematic universe, so I can't really complain about it. But Thanos was no joke. Thanos had no jokes about him. He came in with a game plan with the Infinity Gauntlet and the Decimation. But with DC, I feel like in their heads, they were on, they were competing with Marvel instead of just being their own thing. And it showed for it. Suicide Squad, to me, was a dope movie. And I think it's because they decided, you know what, we're not going to take the Marvel approach. We're going to do our own thing with these characters. And I think even though they, you know... They might not like it. They're comfortable with the fact that they did it their own way. I don't know. I'm not like in the the office with these guys. I don't know what's going, what's going on. I'm just making my assumption as a fan from afar. But yeah, gosh, seven minutes passed, and I'm I'm talking Marvel and DC. This is a good. This is a good time. What a time, man. What a time. But yeah, aside from that, the Avengers movie is going to be lit. Um, I don't want to put a price on how much money they're going to make, but it probably might break Infinity War's record. So. Kudos to you, Marvel. You know, you guys got me hooked. Because I'm telling you right now, as a fan, as soon as I see Endgame, I'm going right to Put Locker. And I'm... Oh, let me not... 
What I mean is I'm going to wait for the Blu-ray to come out and purchase the movie <laughs> properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys edit that out with Foot Locker? All right, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, what else are we getting into now? Avengers is out the way. Oh, yes, let's talk Grammys for a second because I spoke with a lot of my friends who love music like I do, who appreciate the culture that is music today and how many genres we're fortunate to have and fortunate to listen to. And I, I, I got to say, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, all right. You guys have to help me out here because I pay attention to what's going on in the world to a degree, but I feel like I missed the class about Grammys and how they work. If, if an album is number one on the charts, that should mean it, it should be on the list of album of the year, no? It seems to me, though, we get these nominees that we barely heard of. I, I don't know how the system works, but it's starting to annoy me. <laughs> For the albums I got nominated, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to say I'm hype about it, but we had a lot of good music this year. I said it last podcast. I've said it on my Facebook. I think I said it on my Instagram and Snapchat that the topic of album of the year it should be a lengthy one. And I feel like whoever are the powers that be that decide what should go where and why, they're really not paying attention. I think they're just looking at the artwork and they're assuming, oh, this is a great body of work. Let's do that. But I shouldn't even say that because my guy, the future rap goat, J. Cole, didn't even get nominated for KOD. That album was dope. It was Fuego. I think it dropped in January. It kicked off the year. And it got snubbed. And look, I'm a fan of Drake. But I really don't think Scorpion should have been on there. I just, I don't know. I don't know. And that's just my opinion. You guys are, I would love it that if you guys would email, DM me to talk about what you should. I should have did that before I started this podcast. I should have put out a little topic on my Instagram page asking, who do you guys think should be the album of the year and why? That would have been beautiful. But you know what? The Grammys haven't started yet, so this is still an open debate. I'm going to do that at the end of this podcast. But that's exactly what I'm going to do. So um, hopefully I won't forget. <laughs> and if I do, I'll just listen back to this episode and put the link last minute like I usually do. But yeah, I just feel like how the Grammys work is weird. We've been putting... Sidebar the Grammys for a second because I just thought about something with Netflix. Let's take Netflix for an example. Now, Luke Cage, unfortunately, got canceled. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around that because when Luke Cage first dropped it broke Netflix like Netflix had to go on uh under maintenance for a while the second season I'm not too sure how everyone viewed it some people said it was good some people said it was bad I loved it overall because for me I'm just hyped to see what I'm weird like I could tell when a show is bad but I appreciate watching it nonetheless because it always has the potential to be good like um with uh with the CW's Arrow. The last two seasons have been great. But I think it was season four. <laughs> had a dope villain, but it <laughs> Oh no, season five, excuse me. Whichever one had Damian Dark in it. Like sometimes you know a show is bad, but then it's like give it room to grow. It's only been two seasons. And I don't know what the guys at Netflix or the uh, the writers of Luke Cage decided, but I heard that the uh, 
Disney didn't agree with the script. I might be reading that wrong, or remembering it wrong, rather. So they decided to opt out. They made the same choice for, for Iron Fist. And I'm saying to myself, <laughs> we're just going by that now? We don't even know... How it looks on paper versus how it looks on TV might be two different things. The only person who can visually see if it's going to go uh, south or not is is the person who wrote the script. Like, they can visually see what's going on. But I don't know. And then I thought that maybe Disney was just going to go with... Because uh, since Iron Fist got canceled, I thought they were going to go down the Heroes for Hire route. And that they were going to combine the two seasons together. So I sat back and relaxed. But... They have no plans of doing it. And let me tell you, as much as I love Marvel, there's been this recurring theme. And I'm not saying Marvel per se. Maybe I have to do with the places that Marvel has these shows air. They'll have a good show. And then out of nowhere, despite the ratings, despite the praise, despite the hype for more, they'll take it off. We've I've seen that so often and I feel like I'm in this endless loop because I should know better, but I still decided to give Marvel my all. It happened with Spectacular Spider-Man, loved that show. Two seasons canceled. Wolverine and the X-Men canceled. The Amazing Spider-Man back in uh, the 90s canceled. So, I don't know how the system works getting back to the Grammys <laughs> on like do our views and listens matter? As much as we thought it did, I, even even if it goes down to money, what makes the album of the year? I want to believe that, and this would be dope, that the true person that uh, decides what should be nominated for album of the year is like a, a, a kid, you know, like this 10-year-old who really understands music and deciphers all the albums and categorizes the top five albums like yo listen if you really listen to all five of these albums backwards sipping tea upside down on a wednesday in the alleyway you'll understand the lyrics perfectly like that would be dope if it was something that was beyond my understanding but as far as i'm convinced it's just what the hell like what is going on what is the point of us getting hype about everything if the grammys don't acknowledge it that's sarcasm because honestly no matter what the grammys say in my opinion i'm gonna have I feel like I, I don't know. Like it's just it's just crazy. Like I, I feel like they're not putting enough thought into it. Like not how Tory Lanez wasn't even nominated, you know. He dropped two albums. Both was both was both were fuego. Like my God. They need to really sit back. They got some time. They need to really think about this. They really do. Cause I I, I don't know. I don't know. 15 minutes in, though. like I told you guys, we're not going to hit that 30-minute mark, and I apologize for that. I really do. Let's see what else we're going to get into today. Oh, okay, Grammys. I actually did number four on number two. Okay. I don't want to be that guy. Like, I, I don't want to be that person that speaks on celebrities and what goes on in their personal life because I see celebrities as just extremely rich people but people like us nonetheless, which means they go through the same trials and tribulations that we do, just, you know, with more money in their pockets. So, like, uh, what was it, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? I'm just going to say last week because, unfortunately, I don't remember the days in which these events happened, but I just remember the events overall. Cardi B offset, and I don't want to get this uh, young woman's name wrong, but Summer Bunny? What the hell is going on with that? 
<laughs> I saw this video. Shout out to Facebook for keeping me updated because I'll be damned if I see this on the news and be happy about it. So Cardi B had announced that her and Offset were splitting up, uh, getting a divorce. She announced it on her Instagram Live and then she posted a video again on her Instagram. Me being who I am with the opinions I have, I was just like, you know, okay. I didn't really care too much of it because to me, I feel like certain things you don't have to speak on, even if you are a celebrity, you are entitled to some privacy of your life. But because they're in the, pub the eye of the public, I guess they felt people would have questions if they stopped hanging out together, you know? But that's just me. So after she made that announcement and, you know, I, I just thought it might have been over. Here comes this uh, young woman, Summer Bunny. She comes out with a video, and she's cr she's crying in it. And I'm not going to say I'm desensitized, but normally when people start crying, I, I, I don't really pay attention to it because, for me, if you're crying on camera, and I, I feel so sorry. I, like, I feel bad for saying this, but if you're crying on camera, I feel like that's part of the script. So I'm instantly just I'm not convinced. I can tell when someone's genuine with their tears, but, you know, so many people have showed me how to fake cry. It's like, oh, <laughs> you guys are trying to get the likes. So she went on uh, TMZ, or I think TMZ picked up the video. I don't know how it worked. But she said she wanted to apologize to Cardi B for getting in between her and Offset because she didn't know that their marriage was serious. She didn't know that their marriage was serious. She didn't know that their marriage was serious. The moment I heard that, I immediately wanted to drop an episode strictly dedicated to that topic alone. Because what the hell? I said to myself, she was better off not saying anything. She just... And then I thought about it. Look. I'm not in the, the world of media like that. I'm just a guy that makes a podcast every Wednesday. But I understand the ways of the world based on what I've watched, listened, read, and paid, paid attention to. And I, I said to myself, this is either she either was just caught in her emotional moment or she did this as a chess move. Now, being that Cardi came out on top and announced her divorce to offset her split up or however, whatever is going on, because that was last week. I don't know what's happening this week currently. Summer probably figured, all right, I'm going to look bad. Let me come out and try to be sympathetic, you know? And I'm like, I asked myself, if Cardi didn't make this video, would Summer Bunny have even made her response at all? Because she could have privately reached out to Cardi. See, social media blurs the lines of sympathy, empathy, all the emotions, because you don't know if it's being done for clout or sincerity. In my opinion, for me, if it was my relationship that was in the public and it was announced that I was getting a divorce and it it was a result of cheating, I would expect the person to reach out to me privately. Don't go to these radio shows and TV shows saying, you know, we just got to talk and come together because this is ridiculous. Do it for the kids. It's like, did you not think about all of that when you jumped in? I don't, I don't get it. And I know everyone's opinion on marriage these days might be split in half, down the middle, divided. But I would like to think marriage is a serious union. No matter how you look at it, because you don't know, we'll never know why people get married. I'll be honest with you. We could all sit in the church. We could all watch. We don't know what decide what these two decide uh, on 
for being married, and we have no reason to pry into their business. That's their business. We either choose to be happy for them or we don't. We don't need to know why. So, but still, she she said something else in that video too, where she grew up in a household, and I didn't even watch the rest of it because I'm like, if you're gonna say you grew up in a household where uh, your family was split apart because of cheating, you just still sound bad to me. So I I I I had I I let it marinate. I'm sorry for stuttering. I let it marinate a little bit. I just didn't get it. I didn't understand why in the hell would you just decide it was okay to say you didn't know marriage was that serious. I mean, like I said, the opinion of marriage, maybe, you know, I I love my overactive imagination because I like to think that maybe Offset said to her, you know, we're married, but it ain't really like that's publicity. I would give her I would give her some type of leeway. I wouldn't like I'm not even judging her now because you know what, like what you're told versus what you want to believe Sometimes they're two different things. So she probably knew he was married because, like I said, they're in, they're in the eye of the public. But she wanted to convince herself, or rather, she did convince herself that maybe this marriage isn't serious and it's for publicity. So I'm just going to do what I... And, you know, Offset over here with y'all one. Like, fam, who are you talking to? I, 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 didn't plan, I didn't plot on you and Cardi uh, splitting up. That sounded bad. I sipped tea as soon as I said that. I didn't... You know, none of us, like, got together. I didn't call the Justice League of Doom and say, hey, listen, we have to split these, two's up, these two up for the, to end the world. Like, that's not on me. And then I thought about, like, a whole other topic about how people don't want to be held accountable for their actions. Fam, no one's, yo, whoa. whoa. Actually, let me chill. Because you never know who's going to decide to listen to an episode. <laughs> I'm not bashing you guys. You know what? I wish you all the best in the world. I'm just expressing my opinion. And it only was on the list because it happened that week where I just wanted to write down all the interesting things that happened. I hope you guys work it out. I wish you all the best. I just thought about that. That's why I don't want to be that guy because I don't want to sound like I'm judging. But, you know, just to make that quick comment, when you say y'all won, you don't even know if we're still rooting for you, man. Like, fight for your marriage. I am... A romantic at heart that's never gonna change about me so if things are done for the sake of love i'm for it i just think we should grow from what sorry those are sirens my city needs me jeez i just think that we should grow from what drives us apart so we should take into account what it was that split us up and we should consider whether or not it's worth going back to that's all I'm going to say on that. I'll let you guys have your judgment and what you want to say on that particular subject. I'll leave that up to you. There's no right or wrong answers in my opinion. Everyone's different because at the end of the day, it, it boils down to whether Cardi wants to take Offset back, whether they want to get together or not. It's fine. I, 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 I don't know them. I'm not going to judge them. So I'm just going to jump into the next subject. Let me see. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So let's... uh talk about this for a second all right i gotta put on my my serious face right now i gotta put the cup of herbal tea down because this kind of leans on the lines of what i didn't want to get into when i first made this podcast but i figured it's time for me to just accept the fact that i'm always going to talk about it no matter what and even ron said that to me like bro you're, you're gonna end up talking about it anyway because basically that's what makes the world go go around Kevin Hart. <laughs> he, he's not who I didn't want to talk about, but 
Okay, so he got... Uh, he was announced to be the host of the Oscars. And I was hyped because I am a fan of Kevin Hart. And it was dope to see that, you know, he worked hard and he said that that was his dream. The moment he made that announcement, his past came back to haunt him. And he decided to not apologize for the past. So someone or a group of people, I you know, I really don't pay attention to the small details of the, of the big articles. But some tweets that he made had resurfaced around the same time he was uh, announced to be the host of the Oscars. And the moment those tweets surfaced, the beginning of the end happened. He was asked to apologize for the tweets, which were homophobic tweets made in order for him to host the Oscars. He refused to apologize only because he had already apologized for that the same time they surfaced before, or they came about rather. I'm going to give you guys my honest opinion. I don't think he should apologize. I really don't. And I'm going to explain why. It has nothing to do with what he said. But he had made an Instagram video saying that if you don't believe people can grow or change, then he doesn't know what to tell you. It'd be one thing if he had consistently made those jokes. But he left those jokes in the past as far as I'm concerned. Like I said, I don't know these celebrities very well. I don't know what's being said behind the scenes. But as far as the public eye goes, he has not made any type of, you know, diss or joke towards the any uh, towards the LGBT community. And I don't think he should apologize if he already apologized. And he made a point. He said, if the same people who put their energy and time into finding those old tw- tweets can put the same energy and time into finding the um, the apology he made. And to me, in my head, I just said it's just so convenient. The man said it was a dream of his, and now, all of a sudden, he's not fit for what he said in the past. This is where privilege comes in. And I don't... The two P words I really want to stray away from because it will always be a sensitive topic, no matter how you look at it, no matter how old or mature you think you are. When it boils down to emotions, privilege and politics will never just be a calm conversation. I might be wrong, but if you guys really think about it, we all know how the world the world works. We all know how things move. We all know why they move the way they move. And I just feel like we're so easy it's so easy to dismiss somebody for something that they said in the past when they don't look like you. And I don't want to say it's race. Because I already know it is. And I could be wrong for that, but I'm still going to express my opinion. Nick Cannon had pulled up some old tweets that uh, Amy Schumer and Sarah Silverman had said. And he raised a good question. Now, granted, the only difference is they uh, they weren't on the list of hosting the Oscars. That's what everyone wants to say. Oh, but you can't say that because they weren't asked to host the Oscars. But I'm like... If they were, and those tweets were pulled up, what would the general response be? And I already know what it is based on this recurring cycle that we've been seeing since 2018 started. Oh, you know, look, listen, people change, people grow, it's fine. You know, we can't hold people accountable for their past ways. Does that sound familiar? 
if it if it doesn't, it's been said in different ways at different times. Simultaneously, when it comes to two different kind of people. And I'm not trying to build any hate. I'm just trying to say we all know how the world works. That's why people are reacting the way they're reacting. Now, for all we know, if the Oscars would let Kevin Hart host, he would have went on the stage and he would have apologized for who he was. But it's just a shame to know that you can make all this progress and when it counts, be held accountable for something you did a long time ago and already apologized for. That's like when you're in a relationship and you do one thing. I'm not going to say cheating because that's a whole different thing. That's like an emotional thing. that you can, It always recur in the back of your mind. But if you do something petty like, oh, uh, babe, I ate your sandwich. Time moves on. Time moves forward. Y'all have an argument. I can't even trust you with my food. If I go to work, I don't know if the breakfast I have is still going to be there. And it's like, what? I did that one time because I was hungry. And you say you didn't want the food. No matter how much time has passed, sometimes people just don't let go. But I honestly feel he shouldn't apologize. If his actions match the tweets that he made back then now, that's a whole different conversation. He would absolutely have to apologize. But he's been on the straight and narrow since. I, I mean, you know. People make mistakes, but he's been on a straight and narrow since, and I, th uh, I think it's a little unfair to just give him something and take it away that easily without giving him a chance to really hold his ground. But he graciously stepped down, and time moves on, and now they're looking for a new host. But that reopened my eyes. Every time I'm about to close them and just ignore how the world works for the sake of me moving forward positively, I get a reminder on how it is. I've seen so many examples on how Words saved for others aren't applied to others. And that could be flipped. I'm using the word saved as in the words saved for others, meaning the words used, I mean, the words kept in mind to use to defend or hurt a person. But when it comes to the others, those words don't come to mind at all. It's just, you know, I don't even really want to talk about it because it's really killing my mood, but... It just sucks to know that no matter how much pro progress you make, you're still going to be a step behind. You're not going to have as much power. We're not. There's no equality. I don't know how we got here, but I'm glad we did. There's just you're always going to be looked at as what you're assumed to be, not who you are. And with that, we are going to jump into the next subject. We are 30 minutes in. Actually, you know what? I had already. Okay, so. <laughs> Five and six on the list were already, like, taken care of. <laughs> so we're, we might be able to do, like, 35 minutes at best. So what else we got on here? The pros and cons of revivals. That's really an easy topic. That's not even really something I have to dive into. But I just feel like certain shows should come back and certain shows shouldn't. The pros of the revival is you get a chance to probably get an unfinished story finally completed down the road. And you finally get some closure on your favorite character or characters. And you don't feel like you've been cheated. The cons of it is sometimes you have nothing to talk about with these new shows. And you're just left kind of, you know, you're, you're left not affecting the legacy too much. But that's always going to be a part of it now. Like, um, I like the the... 
the Full House, the Fuller House show on Netflix. But I feel like now, eh, what's left to talk about? You know, I'll enjoy it. Like I said, you know, so I know when a show is bad, but I still watch it nonetheless because of the potential it has. But I've been seeing so many plans for a reboot and a revival. It's like some of these shows don't need it. Like I love The Office. I'd be content with like only eight episodes. You know, I wouldn't be. No, I'm lying. I want a whole full season. That show, that show is dope. That show is awesome. Great. With the uh, Ravens television show now that she has Ravens home, I like it. It's dope. I wouldn't mind a, a full season because she's now the parent dealing with what her parents dealt with when she was a teenage psychic. That's fine. Some of these revivals can work, but sometimes we just coming out of nowhere. <laughs> like I heard, I overheard my aunts talking about it. Like Murphy Brown was on TV, and they were like, "Why are they bringing that back?" And I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> damn." Because I never watched the show, so I just feel like, you know, I feel like it, it, it's necessary. You know, I want to check it out. I like to watch TV when I do watch it. But I don't know. I just feel like we need to start diving in the fresh ideas column. Something new. Something good. And most of the time when we get revivals, we're, we cling to the past a lot. I've done that consistently with Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, when it dropped back in 2010, 2011, it was the best Scooby-Doo revival, in my opinion. Second to What's New Scooby-Doo, because What's New Scooby-Doo kept the old element of comedy, mystery. Mystery Incorporated was like this dark Riverdale version, and I loved every moment of it. I was holding on to what the show used to be, so it was preventing me from like moving forward. Because they had got revived again with Get a Clue, Scooby-Doo, or whatever it was. And I just, I wasn't for it. Because it looked like Family Guy. And I was pissed off. I gotta stop being so emotionally attached to these <laughs> these topics. But yeah, like, I just feel like when it comes to certain shows, movies, reboots and revivals shouldn't really be considered. Sequels, that's a whole different story. You're picking up where you left off. But prequels... You're kind of like unintentionally retelling the story because now you're giving us a lot more to think about. Like when it comes to Star Wars, I don't think the in-betweenquels matter. I'm not a Star Wars fan, but if I could choose my favorite movies, I'd say episodes three, four, five, and six. One and two, I didn't need to know Anakin's journey from his descent to darkness. I mean, I guess I did, but I don't know. He had already redeemed himself at the end, so... If we had got one, two, and three way back, and then four, five, and six, it would have actually meshed well in my head better, in my opinion. But I don't know. I just felt like the story was over. There was no need to go back, way back. I feel like I'm rambling now. But basically, revivals, uh, reboots, prequels, in between. Some things should be considered. Some things should be greenlit. Some things should be halted at the red light, effective immediately. What else we got here on it? This is fun. I like having a list. It makes me feel more organized. We're almost to the 40 mark, guys. I promise you, we won't go past that. Mars. <laughs> Let's leave these planets the hell alone. I don't get... Sometimes, you know, we as human beings, we're so smart. We're so intelligent. We can have cameras 
and audio that can get sent to other planets. And we hear sounds and stuff that doesn't sound like anything we can handle. And we're fascinated by it. There may be water on Mars. Could we live there? Hell no. I would never leave Earth. Earth trust me. As much as people piss me off these days with their shenanigans in the world of media and politics and Hollywood, I would take that over a day in Mars. We watch movies like Alien, Predator, War of the Worlds, Star Wars, Star Trek. And we've seen that even though we might have what it takes to defend against these forces, Independence Day, I forgot about that, that's the main one. A lot of us still die. Video games have shown us that. And I'm, you know, I sound like I'm being biased towards aliens. I don't know what they look like. I, they probably don't look like anything we've ever written down. They probably look like us. They could probably fly. They have these, you know, I, I, I picture someone, something like the Martian Manhunter, maybe. We don't know. But why chance it? Even if they come to us, let them come to us. Let's not... <laughs> I'll never forget, I was reading something a long time ago that in some places a thumbs up isn't a, uh, a, a gesture for endearment or, you know, good vibes. So they might be coming to our ship, uh, our planet with their UFOs and spaceships, and they might just be scouting. And they probably go by this rule book, the minute we see a ship from them, it's on site. It's on site because I'm sick of them landing on the moon. The moon. And then before you know it, we're in the war of the worlds. I mean, if that's what it takes to unite us, though, oh, hell no. Then again, if I get a, a medal 80 years from now, Grandpa Ives, tell us about the, the war in summer 2019. Mars had just landed, and the president of the United States had stepped down and asked me to step up. <laughs> Yo, that, damn, I have, like, so much in my head of... of movie ideas that I really want to get off the ground. I got to get in contact with my guy, Danny, a.k.a. Dan's a guy, host of all good things. <laughs> Yo, I don't know, man. Overall, I just feel like these are my thoughts, <laughs> you know? Like, they're just my opinions, and I have a feeling that some of them are going to spark, like, some type of feedback that I'd expect, and I welcome, because the topics that I've mentioned, I really wanted to discuss with people. And like I said, the year's not over yet, and a lot of these topics are still open for debate. Grammys, the Oscars, uh, the way of the world, Mars. We could talk about this stuff for days until, you know, the Grammys and Oscars come down again. But then we're going to come with the same type of energy. It's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. Trust me. Someone's going to get judged for something that they said or did. It's going to be similar to the situa situation we have now. And it's just going to boil down to whether or not we want to forgive them. I feel like when you're doing well in life, someone in the background is plotting, plotting on your downfall. No matter how good you're doing, you might not even have affected this person negatively. They just don't want to see you in a positive light at all. And you know what's so funny? I watched this show yesterday, and the person was saying... Sometimes people aren't even mad at your success. They're more upset with their own failures. And that hit home for me. Not saying that I go through that, but it helped me understand that when people are angry, half the time they're not even mad at you, they're mad at themselves. 
that's why I always say empathy is important because if you put yourself in their shoes and you analyze what's going on based on the conversations they've had with you, the gestures, the attitude, you could say to yourself, well, okay, I get it. I understand why you are the way you are. And you'd be right on the money. But these days, it's like no one's ever mad at you anymore. You know, they hear you announce a dream or a plan to make your dream come true or achieve your goals, and they are waiting in the corner to trip you up with something that could put you right where they are so you could both be miserable together. But we are a lot of, we are strong-hearted individuals, and we have a positive way of thinking. And we always reinforce that positive way of thinking when it counts. And we move past people who try to hold us back. And that makes him even more upset. So I think the ones who pulled up Kevin Hart's tweets tried to find something to put like a, a, a mark, a smear in his like success because he hasn't done anything wrong so far. Everything he's been doing has been positive. For the sake of his career, he's not going to do anything to jeopardize that. He's at his he's, he's living life. But there's people behind the scenes that don't see him as the image of a positive uh, role model is not the word I'm looking for. A positive uh, person of the public. That's not the kind of person that they want to see. I know how it works. I know how everything works. God forbid if I ever got famous, if I ever blew up, I'm fortunate to say that there's nothing that no one could pull up. The worst they could do is just pull up all the emotional tweets and Facebook statuses that I had back in 2009 up until today. I don't really do it that much anymore. I kind of sub. So if you guys analyze it, feel free to let me know how you decrypted my message and I'll let you know why you're wrong. But yeah, I know how this, I, I know how it all works. That's why I don't really react to it. Because it's just life. This is a crazy time that we live in. Crazier than it's ever been before. And I think this might be the craziest it's ever going to get because now people are sick of certain shenanigans done by certain people and they just want to live a positive and peaceful life. They don't want any drama or BS or something that throws them or derails them off their original plans of peace. So fingers crossed, positive vibes sent. I'm not going to really, you know, put it, uh, speak into existence the possibility of negative energy and negative events happening. We're close to the end of the year. I'm going to reserve judgment on how 2018 has been. And I'm just going to move forward. There's something else that I wanted to speak on. But you know what? I'm going to hold that topic for the next podcast. That's what I'm going to do. Because like I said, I want to speak uh, more. I want to get more in depth about that topic and how it correlates to what I was just talking about earlier about the ways of the world and privilege. And I think it deserves its own episode, to be honest with you. That being said... Let's get to the good part, the ending. <laughs> you know, we're extra 15, 13 minutes in. Oh, 13 minutes in, past our normal time. It wasn't too bad, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, we will be going back to our regular 30-minute time period like we uh, normally do, as promised. But I want to thank you all for listening. I can't stress enough how much I appreciate it when you guys give me the feedback, when you tell me that, you know, I, it sounds great and to keep it going even when you guys listen to it one time. Like, never think that I'm going to be upset that you only listen to it one time. Even if you listen to one second. Even if you have it saved for later. That means the world to me. I appreciate it. You know, I, I can't... When I first started the podcast, you know, I honestly thought... 
that maybe four or five people will listen to it. I never would have imagined it would be at the level of where it's at right now. And I'm extremely grateful. And I always consider you guys who listen, to, to everyone who listens, when it comes to making an episode. I want to make sure that I remember why I keep doing this podcast. I don't, you know, I don't want to get too ahead of myself and assume that I could carry this by myself. I would not be where I am without you guys. You guys inspire me to be better every time I get on here. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really hope that you guys stick with me through this journey because I'm curious to see how far I can take this. You know, it's a new year. I got big plans for this podcast. But it would not be anything if not for you all listeners. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Chillin' with Chillers podcast. As always and forever, I'm your host that will forever do the most except go past 30 minutes again. I hope you guys have a great day. Hope the remaining days of the week are dope. Overall, hope you guys just have a, a just enjoy, enjoy life, man. Enjoy your day. Whatever little happiness you experience today, magnify it by like 10. Be safe out there. Love always. And I will be back next Wednesday. What is next Wednesday anyway? Oh, it's not Christmas time yet. <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> All right, chillist.